What's up, Speak Through Sports? This is Sparsh here, and today we're going to do a different style of video. You know, now that the NBA season's over, it's been just over like a week since the Bucks have won their championship, we're going to look into some sort of trade rumors and speculations that have been going around since uh, the Bucks championship. And sort of the team that we're going to focus on today is the Los Angeles Lakers. And I know, you know, this team has been discussed a lot in the media, you know, not just during the season, but also off the season, you know. That's just sort of the expectations you get when you play with LeBron. It's a win-now mode, and you, know, you just got to keep up, or you might end up finding yourself on the trading block. You know, nothing to LeBron, but that's just sort of how the situation is when you're playing with the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, uh, we're going to get into it. So, we're going to discuss a lot of news that are going around. So, I have this sort of window open, and we're just getting lots of news sources off the yard baker. And first things first, we're going to start off with Kyle Kuzma and Dennis Schroeder. So there's been an article that came out where Lakers Dennis Schroeder and Kyle Kuzma reportedly feuded throughout the 2020 to 21 season. Now, according to Jordan Schultz, league sources say Dennis Schroeder and Kyle Kuzma feuded throughout the season with things going further throughout the Lakers first round series to Phoenix. The series loss, that is. An interesting note to consider heading into the draft and free agency. This is a pretty interesting um, point brought up, although I'm not really surprised considering, you know, Dennis's behavior throughout the season and also sort of Kyle Kuzma's sort of expectations as a player. You know, when you see Dennis Schroeder, there was sort of a article release not too long back where he was asking for around, you know, hundred million dollar deal instead of like a four-year 22 million dollar deal that he declined earlier and that sort of value has dropped down a lot especially considering this first round series lost to phoenix where you know dennis Schroeder even had a game where he just dropped straight up zero points right this this season he had with the lakers he averaged 15.4 points and 5.8 assists while shooting 43 percent from the field right and yes, it says that they're expecting 100 to 120 million. And what's interesting is that there has also been a report released today. I unfortunately don't remember the source, but Schroeder wants that kind of money, but the Lakers do not really see him as much more than a six man. So, you know, we don't really see that Dennis Schroeder will probably stay with the Lakers long term. It seems that he might end up being on the trade block going to another team instead now with Kyle Kuzma though uh, it's kind of a sad situation because you know he was thriving in his rookie year and the sophomore year after but sort of after you know the Anthony Davis trade and all the other you know young guys gone you know Ball, Ingram, Randall, Clarkson you know Kuzma's taken more of a role sort of off the bench and you know he has not been really happy with that he's expressed that multiple times throughout the season and recently came out, you know, he was comparing himself to Jason Tatum. You know, while that did seem like a valid comparison at the draft during their time and during their rookie year, you know, Tatum has taken a significant edge over Kuzma. And, you know, Kuzma's kind of been more of a six-man since. And, you know, he's had lots of sort of shooting inconsistencies. And he still sees himself on the level of Tatum. I appreciate the confidence, but, you know, the Lakers do not really see him as that much and you know there's also been reports that Kuzma you know is ready to move on right and 
we might also expect to see him on the training block as well. Perhaps it's just about time that, you know, we see him thrive with a different team and get a starter kind of role so that he can, you know, produce more offensively. Now, the sort of next article, this actually came out pretty recently as well. I think it came out yesterday. And this article, it says, Lakers rumors, reality of signing Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. You know, the famous backcourt from Toronto, uh, especially before DeRozan got traded for Kawhi. This is sort of an interesting uh, report. Um, I honestly did not expect this. And let's just get right into it. So this is by Brad Turner of the LA Times. And it says, a couple of options happens to be the longtime backcourt partners of the Toronto Raptors, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. And according to Turner, both players have an interest in signing with the Lakers. Even better, DeMar will take a pay cut. And his uh, pay would be less. He said he would be willing to take less, which is uh, less than $27.7 million he earned last season in San Antonio. And according to people not authorized to speak publicly on the matter. Uh, this is pretty interesting because I'm not really sure if both players are willing to take the pay cut. Because during the trade deadline, and Lowry was sort of expressing sort of his free agency intentions, saying that he wants to compete, but he also wants to get the bag. So you're definitely going to sign him for something above $20 million a year. But... I'm not really sure if he's going to be taking a pay cut because he's emphasized that a lot throughout the season, especially near sort of the trade deadlines. And, you know, the situation with Toronto, right? Uh, Toronto is sort of in a weird sort of spot after the championship, you know, Kawhi left. And then the following years, Serge Ibaka and Marcus all left in free agency as well. And Toronto has been making some sort of moves to sort of make their core a bit younger but also be able to compete at the same time, right? Their recent moves, you know, they got Gary Trent Jr. by trading Norman Powell. They signed Ken Birch after he got that stuff sorted out with Orlando, you know, agreeing to the buyout. And then they also signed Freddie Gillespie. But the thing is with Lowry is that I don't really see him going to the Lakers, just like walking off unless it's sort of a sign and trade deal. Uh, I'm not really sure what pieces um, the Lakers will really offer that would sort of entice the Raptors to sort of make a trade because during the trade deadline, uh, there have been lots of teams that have made offers to Toronto and Masai easily rejected them because he really, really put Lowry's value really high on the trade market. And now as a result, right, he is sort of one of the most sought out sought after players during this free agency and Lowry also he finished his season uh, the last game he played was with the was against the Lakers where he had like 30 plus points right so he's still a great player sort of having that aging like a fine wine kind of style of play and honestly he'd be pretty great for the Lakers um, you could definitely have somebody running the point like Kyle Lowry but he can also do other stuff off the ball. He can get you steals, and he can also be a pretty good defensive presence in the paint uh, as he can easily draw charges against uh, bigs that are draw driving in, right? So that would be good for the Lakers. You know, They would be able to get somebody that can also create a mid-range shot 
and also shoot from the three and also add some defensive uh, tangibles as it. And with DeMar DeRozan, they could definitely add some guy that can create the mid-range shot and the three as well, right? And DeMar has also evolved his play where he's been able to sort of pass more and also be able to assist and uh, instead of just being sort of a one-dimensional scorer kind of guy. Though, it's interesting because at the beginning of the season and sometime here and there, he said that he would like to play in the East. Uh, not sure if that was, you know, in the East with Toronto, possibly reunite with Lowry. But, you know, if DeMar go, does go to the Lakers, that would be pretty interesting because maybe we could actually see a higher incentive for Kyle Lowry to sort of reunite with him because, you know, these guys are really tightly knit and, you know, they always keep in contact with each other and it would be nice to see them sort of win another chip uh, together and especially for DeMar as this will be his sort of first uh, first chip that he will be aiming for right there's still lots of years left within those two and I don't think they're really going anywhere soon now this is another sort of interesting article here this was um, released a few days back and the Lakers were interesting Russell Westbrook in a sign and trade with the Washington Wizards. So this is an article, um, and this is statement is by Mark J. Spears of the Undefeated, and it says according to sources, LeBron James and Los Angeles Lakers have been on the hunt for a veteran point guard, and Paul is on the list. Paul, as in Chris Paul, and I'll discuss more about that later. There have also been talks about Washington Wizards star Russell Westbrook being a potential trade candidate to move back home to the Los Angeles Lakers and a sign-and-trade deal that could include free agent point guard Dennis Schroeder, forward Kyle Kuzma, and guard Talon Horton Tucker. See, uh, I'm not sure. This does not seem to really make any sense, uh, especially for the Lakers, because the way that the system runs around LeBron, you know, he's really ball-dominant, and... If you're going to add another ball-dominant guard like Russell Westbrook, I mean, what are you going to have LeBron do sort of off the ball? It just doesn't really make sense to me. And I'm not sure if you would be able to want to add somebody like Russell Westbrook to the team because I'm not sure how they would mix with each other. Like, who's going to be handling the ball more than the other? I mean, it did work in Brooklyn, but then again... Kyrie Irving was able to sort of take the back seat and let James Harden facilitate more, but Kyrie is also able to sort of do more uh, off the ball, you know, be able to create the shot from the mid-range and from the three, but I'm not sure Russell Westbrook can do that as effectively, right? And I'm not sure what LeBron James is really going to do off the ball more, but, you know, he's really known for the playmaking, right? And, you know, he's definitely made himself uh, a mark as one of the best passers in the league right and to have the ball taken away from him more like what are you going to get him to do more are you going to get him to sort of drive more to the paint but then you got Anthony Davis right so it's sort of conflicting over there and I'm not really sure how this is going to work because you know you you know you want to build a team around LeBron but you also got to realize that you know he's age 36 he's entering like year 19 or something right and he, we're definitely noticing the father time catch up to him. We're seeing the injuries become more prevalent. And we're seeing his sort of offensive output start to decrease more. But 
he's still able to generate the assists and rebounds sort of on his end. But yeah, I don't, I don't really see this working. I don't know if this will happen. I really doubt it. Uh, I, I mean, it was just a trade offer, I guess, or like some sort of discussion, but not really sure if this is what the Lakers truly need, right? Whether they want to get some sort of super team or, yeah, I just, I'm not really sure how this will work. And I'm not really sure if Washington would even accept something like that as well, to be honest. Unless they're sort of rebuilding. I mean, it really depends if Bradley Beal will also demand a trade. Now, there's been rumors about that going out. Um, I'll look into that a bit later, but it doesn't really seem like those sources are reputable. I'll take some more time and look into it and perhaps discuss this in another video. But for now, let's just sort of continue looking at some other sort of news that have been going around. Now, this one, this is interesting. Uh, the Lakers are viewed as the quote-unquote most realistic threat to lure Chris Paul away from the Suns. This is interesting because after the Phoenix Suns loss in Game 6 to Milwaukee, you know, Chris Paul, they were up 0-2 and then they lose four straight to Giannis and etc. But there was, a, there was a word by Magic Johnson saying that the Lakers should be the best place. I'm not quoting him exactly, but sort of paraphrasing. But the Lakers are like the best place for Chris Paul to go to. And a few days later, Mark Stein, NBA insider, he released something. Uh, and I'm just going to read this here. The Lakers pose a very realistic threat to steal Paul away from the Suns. So this is the quote. So I still see the Lakers as the most realistic threat to derailing the Suns' hopes of re-signing Paul. No matter how hard it is to pinpoint a pathway for them to acquire him because of the cap complexities. Now the reasoning, we know Paul would want to play again in Los Angeles, where his family still resides during the season, and also that he would want to play aside, alongside LeBron James. Pretty interesting. Um, you know, Chris Paul has the, can decline his sort of player option, um, but he did express that he wants to play, you know, few more years he after the finals loss he did uh, mention in this press conference that you know he's not retiring anytime soon so we do expect him to see we do expect to see him in the league for a few more years my opinions on this um sort of same thing like we have with russell westbrook right like you know chris paul also needs the ball a lot right he's also like a really good ball handler and yeah it would be great you know point guard to have but you know compared to like lowry and you know Chris Paul would definitely need the ball a lot more. Um, not really sure how, you know, sort of the off-ball movement would go with, uh, the off-ball play movement would go with, like, Chris Paul, uh, LeBron James. I'm not really sure how they'll be able to sort of adjust their offense. And, you know, when you consider, like, the run that Phoenix had, I would say that it would be good for Chris Paul to run it back. He's had a lot of success with the players uh, this season. You know, he's been a really big inspiration for Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Cameron Payne, Mikkel Bridges, etc. And he would be a really great mentor for the Suns. And I think it would just be pretty exciting to sort of have some more parity uh, distributed along the league. Um, I'm not really too much a fan of, you know, sort of just like, like always, you know, the Lakers being a super team. But then again, I get it, you know, like they're one of the most popular markets out there, out there. 
but I'm not really sure if this is going to happen. I predict that he is more likely to stay with Phoenix, uh, sort of on a three or four year deal instead of uh, going to Los Angeles. But hey, I mean, you can never sort of count out the possibility that he returns to LA, but this time he plays for the Lakers, which he didn't get the chance to back when he was in New Orleans. Now this sort of last topic. Spencer Dinwiddie reportedly has interest in signing with Lakers and free agency. This is actually a pretty interesting move, and this is something I think would be actually pretty good for the Lakers to add another star uh, to this uh, team. So this is by Brad Turner, the report. And I'm going to read this here again. So guard Spencer Dinwiddie, who starred at Woodland Hills, Taft High in California, declined his player option for $12.3 million with Brooklyn to become an unrestricted free agent. Dinwiddie, who missed most of last season because of a partial ACL injury, has interest in joining the Lakers. Um, this is actually a pretty good option for the Lakers to get. Uh, you know, Dinwiddie has that uh, expressed interest to play in LA. But, you know, he did say earlier that I remember off an interview that if he's going to play with Brooklyn, that he's going to look for some big money. Right. So it seems that he's looking for the money. If not, then he'll go somewhere else. And it, he did express that he's willing to go to other places. So that's pretty interesting to see uh, what's going on. Right. So Dinwiddie, he's a great shot creator. Uh, it's unfortunate that he had the ACL injury. But, I mean, he's some—he's a player that the Brooklyn Nets would have definitely loved to have during their run. You know, to have somebody else create a shot other than Kevin Durant, you know, while James Harden and Kyrie Irving were injured. You know, he's a really great piece. He would be a really great sixth man to sort of replace um, Kyle Kuzma and Dennis Schroeder. Right, especially because the Lakers sort of want to let go of those two guys. Uh, well, it seems like it, right? But... I mean, we'll just see about this, right? Uh, this is a pretty interesting set of news, you know, for the Lakers. And, you know, these moves could honestly help put them above other teams easily, right? And put them back into sort of title contention again. You know, the Lakers need to sort of do some retooling and, you know, sign some different guys, uh, get some get some bigs back because, you know, losing uh, McGee or losing Howard, they really lost a sort of defensive identity. Uh, and they could also benefit by signing some shooters as well. You know, like DeMar or Spencer Dinwiddie. But I'm not really too sure about sort of the like the Kyle Lowry, the, the Russell Westbrook, and the Chris Paul sort of ideas. I think the Lakers would be better off just sort of having some shooters added and some defenders, some big uh, defenders, you know, big frame, you know, long wingspan kind of guys to sort of be that rim uh paint presence instead of a point guard because I think it would be better to just sort of focus on LeBron running the running the paint and you know, sort of facilitating all the passing etc and you know that's about it uh, for today uh, what do you guys think uh, if you have any sort of questions and comments please feel free to sort of just you know put them below in the comment section make sure to also uh, go to our Instagram speak through sports or Twitter and our website as well speak sports.com this is Sparsh here, and I'm signing out. Take it easy.